Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. Nurse Heather brings her eternal optimism and professional expertise to the stories of the day, discussing current topics and events, making life's lemons into sweet lemonade, and sharing a tall glass with guests, friends, and her listeners. CannabisRadio.com is happy to present Good News with Nurse Heather, the show infused with compassion and love. From high atop Mount Soldad in beautiful San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level, this is Good News with Nurse Heather, and this is Kenna Kenny, her loyal sidekick, and today we have another amazing segment of Good News with a very special guest. Nurse Heather, can I introduce our guest? Would you please? I'm so excited to share this good news today, so introduce her. Well, the world is full of beautiful music, and my favorite is jazz, and the woman we have with us today is none other than Jasmine, jazz with a Z, Hup. She's the founder and executive director of Women Grow, which connects, educates, and empowers diverse cannabis industry leaders. Women Grow educates women and men through monthly events in 30-plus cities, a national leadership summit, which is right around the corner, and online resources. Jasmine's goal is to have 1,000 women launch cannabis businesses at the foundation of America's fastest-growing industry. She believes that business is the strongest force of change in our world, so she works to create responsible cannabis businesses to help us change outdated laws and stereotypes. Prior to entering the cannabis industry, Jasmine launched six companies, six, in retail, e-commerce, business services, and media. Her core practice is customer experience design, which combines product design, branding, and business operations. She holds a management information systems degree from State University of New York and splits her time between New York City, Denver, and Oakland while visiting every major cannabis market regularly. And Nurse Heather, I must say that these words do not truly reflect this most amazing woman who has created this incredible network of outstanding women ganjapreneurs and others, and I give you Jasmine Huff. Ah, Jasmine, Jasmine. Yeah, she is definitely top shelf. And so listeners, tune in, get comfy. Maybe if your children are in the room, they might want to leave because one thing about Jasmine is that she's fluent in profanity and you never know when the (laughs) F-bomb is going to be dropped. And I love that about you, Jasmine. Thank you so much for being here, sweetie. I'm so excited. I am so excited to be with both of you today. This is going to be a good show. It is indeed. So tell us a little bit about Jasmine. What has brought you, give us the good news about how you've gotten to where you are today. And then tell us some about Women Grow and uh, the good news that is coming out of that wonderful organization. Absolutely. So, well, as Ken said, I am Jasmine with a Z. I am the daughter of a jazz musician, and I grew up traveling across the western part of the United States uh, with my dad. And of course, as being part of that jazz musician culture, he was part of cannabis culture. I and love so your for dad. Me, <laughs> I love your dad. Give it up to Lenny. He's so Everybody cool. Shout out to Lenny. <laughs> shout out to Lenny West. Uh, you can check him out on LennyWest.com. He will be uh, our musician coming up here at our summit coming up, which we'll talk about in a minute. So growing up in an environment where cannabis was a safe, legal, quasi-legal alternative for me, I chose cannabis instead of alcohol at the age of 16, living in Southern Oregon, and, and, and really preferred 
heard it. The, the social experience, the safety experience, the health experience was a much better decision for myself and my friends than going the alcohol route that was available to me at college. But then I moved out to New York City and all of a sudden found out that plentiful, safe cannabis was not regularly available to most people. Mm. And that I had lived in this fantastic universe of Southern Oregon where it was available to me, but it wasn't available to other folks. And of course, the folks that were being disproportionately punished for getting access to cannabis were those that could least afford to be punished for that. So like all good children, I rejected my parents' values and and ran off to become a capitalist in New York City and, and learned entrepreneurship and taught entrepreneurship. Did a lot of work with an organization called Women 2.0, which was an organization dedicated to helping more female technologists found companies in the Bay Area. And that spread to 60 cities in six countries when I was working on that project. And we really saw that there was a blueprint for how do we get a new group of people interested and involved in an industry. And that's what Women 2.0 in the technology industry did and still does for 15 years. But women are only getting 6 or 7% of the venture capital funding in the technology industry. So even if I spent 15 years with Women 2.0, pounding at the door of getting more women in the tech industry, getting more venture capitalists, getting more investors interested in funding women, we didn't make a huge measurable difference. And so after completing some companies and getting ready to move on the next thing, of course, the trends were on the rise. Legalization had just happened in several states. Looking at the cannabis industry, I said, you know what? This is really interesting because here we have a brand new industry. It's going to be a billion dollar industry. And the rules of who leads this industry and who funds this industry haven't been written yet. We don't have any stories that say, hey, just grab a guy from Google, grab a guy from Stanford and grab a guy from PayPal and give him a couple of million dollars and put him in a garage. You know, that's the story of the tech industry. We're creating brand new stories here in the cannabis industry. And the theory was if we started from the beginning using those same techniques that got women involved in technology, but we started with a brand new industry where none of the rules were written, we were going to be able to involve women and diverse people in a way that never been done before. And that's the theory. Wow. And you've really done that. I mean, we hear them say that the cannabis industry is the new, you know, dot com era. And you have experience in both of those and that you were able to bring your experience and knowledge and this drive that you have to really help women in the industry. And oh, girl, the good news that I have for our listeners about what you've done for women in the cannabis industry, you have spread this out to women, brought them out of their homes and into the light of day. And they are getting educated and they're creating these businesses. Thank you so much, Jasmine. As a veteran in the industry, seeing you come in and what you've done it is one of the single most important things that I've seen in the last five years. So thank you very much for doing that for us. Oh, thank you, Heather. It's really on the coattails of women like you that we're able to come in and do so much in so little time. You guys have been sowing the ground and prepping the ground for us for years and years as activists and advocates and now as businesswomen. And we're able to take all of that energy and just give it some shape and give it a voice and make sure that when press is written about the industry, that women are covered and are seen as role models within the industry. That's the smallest thing that it 
in a way, it's the smallest thing that we did, but it's the most effective thing that we did. Women and people of color aren't going to take the leap into something brand new without being able to envision themselves in that industry. And just the work we've done with over 125 press placements, we've uh, done over 500 million views of Women Grow and Women Grow's members, we were able to shape this conversation so that it was clear that women were a vital part and perhaps even leading this industry, which is, of course, what the cover of Newsweek said last August, which is, will the legal marijuana industry be the first billion-dollar industry not dominated by men? The fact that we have that on a Newsweek cover here at the beginning of a brand-new industry just makes me so excited for what's next. Yeah, so I've been around the industry, Jasmine, for more than 10 years as a lawyer and as an operator. And Women Grow and how you've handled it is even more transcendent. So I am a self-confessed feminist. But what I've seen and the amazing energy that you have is really transcendent in that you've not only empowered women, but you've kind of brought along the men too. And this must be part of the master plan or the genius of Jasmine Hupp because this is what I see. And what was the sort of the idea behind that? Because you've empowered everybody within the industry. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it's so interesting because it, it, there's some views on feminism where it's, it's an us versus them. But my view of feminism is that it's really about bringing women into partnership with men. We're moving from the last couple thousand years of patriarchy and patriarchy got us as far as, as we got here. And now it's really time for partnership and recognizing on one hand, the women are going to step up to meet the men and operate at or above their level. And on the other side, the men are welcoming them there. Um, and of course, Ken, you're one of the many enlightened men who saw the advantage of this, of this and said, you know what? This industry really is benefited. This movement is benefited. Legalization is benefited by having all of these amazing professional women come into this space and fight with us. And men, you just have to show up at one of these amazing Women Grow events held the first Thursday of every month in 30 cities around the United States. And there you'll meet some of the most amazing professional women. And I usually go there carrying Nurse Heather's purse and her nursing bag. And I just, <laughs> I just hold my tongue and listen. And it's an no, amazing you experience. You're, you're amazing. And we really do love that it is filled with men and women at these events. And, you know, it's very, very special to go and see what's happening at this level locally with Women Grow. It's a great support system. And Kenny, we've got to go show a little love to our supporters and sponsors, but let's come back and chat a little bit more with Jasmine when we're done. Oh, you betcha, Nurse Heather. This is good news with Cannabis Nurse Heather. We have some words from our beautiful sponsors, and we'll be right back with the amazing Jasmine with a Z, Jasmine Hupp. Good News with Nurse Heather will return, but first, let's show some love to our sponsors. Dr. Dabber, hurry! Its temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up! I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct! Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's order. Less heat, <laughs> more flavor. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. 
Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or 8 years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news. Only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back, beautiful listeners. This is Good News with Cannabis Nurse Heather. We have an amazing guest today, Jasmine Hupp. She's been telling us all about the creation that she's made, this beautiful, wonderful organization called Women Grow, and has given us a treat by sharing with us her observations of starting a new industry that's led and predominantly contributed to by women. Nurse Heather, take it away. Thank you, Canna Kenny. You know, Jasmine, one of the things that really you guys did right with Women Grow was the branding aspect. And you mentioned it in the earlier segment about how you've been on Newsweek and women are being recognized. And this branding that you created um, with the red, the color, all of that. Can you talk to us a little bit about what the mindset was behind the branding of Women Grow? Absolutely. Well, first, you know, you kind of have to start from the perspective that the difference between a business and a hobby is great marketing in my mind. So I think a lot of folks are able to create a product worth buying, but the difference between a product that's going to economically fuel you and your community and a product that's nice to have, but isn't going to give you that additional economic fuel is the marketing. We have to convince buyers that not only is this the best product, but they need to buy it or they need to participate. And so I see marketing as being a very holistic part of any organization. And it's just as important as what you're selling is how you're selling it. And so Women Grow, when you look at the organization, about half of our, uh, oh, actually now it's a third, now about a third of our team is dedicated to marketing and communications because the most important thing we do is get the messages out about women in the industry and education available to them and, and welcoming them. Uh, so my background, is, as you guys mentioned in bio, is in marketing and we took a very powerful red color and have weaved it through this entire business. And what was so incredibly strong and why so many people uh, remember the logo is because it's red. And we're existing in an industry with a lot of green, if you haven't noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people's <laughs> first instinct is to name their business Canna or Mara or you know something related very literally to the product and to go with green, another literal choice. And those are fine decisions if your customer is choosing from an 
array of products and you are the only cannabis product in that array. But like most of us, if you're being chosen from an array of cannabis companies, your first job is to look like no one else and talk like no one else so that we don't get you confused with your competitors. Because if you're named Canna Whatever, then every time you spend money on marketing Canna Whatever, you're also actually helping all of the other Canna Whatever brands that sound similar to you because your audience can't tell you apart. Uh, and so, you know, one of the reasons why we've been so strong or why we had such a strong launch is because we don't look like any other company in the space and we don't talk like any other company in the space, which really gives us complete ownership of everything we do. Yeah. And let's talk about talking in this space. One of the things that caught my attention about you immediately was when I heard you speak, and I can't even remember where I was, but you dropped the F-bomb at a very appropriate time. And, and I went, whoa, who is this very powerful? And it was, it was amazing. But you do a lot of speaking, and you do have the Leadership Summit coming up in Denver that we are encouraging all women and men who are interested to come and attend. Can you tell the good news about the Women Grow Leadership Summit? Absolutely. So listening to our community, we found that entering the cannabis industry was no easy task. It took a, a combination of, of physically going out to where there was an industry. Remember, this isn't even available as a job in, in more in about half the states. It took going out and finding people that were subject matter experts that would welcome you and teach you and maybe hire you someday. And it was an expensive and a long process. I spent two years traveling across the country, meeting leaders in the industry, trying to figure out where the opportunities were for women. And most of the women in our community didn't have two years to go off on this research project. So I thought, mm -hmm. what could we do to bring everyone together and to condense that research and learning and networking time into the most efficient event kind of ever created. And so we created the second annual Women Leadership Summit, Women Grow Leadership Summit. And when is that taking place, Jasmine? So we're about to have our second annual Women Grow Leadership Summit coming up here in Denver, and that's February 3rd through the 5th. We have a thousand people coming, 900 women and about a hundred men. What, and me? we've created an ex and Ken and Maybe. Heather speaking, of course. And Ken's <laughs> Ken, Ken will, will be, be there. there one of our men. Be, yeah, he doesn't want to be left out. You know, he, Nine he to is one. a fan of Women Grow. I'm bringing our beautiful producer Brasco, so he could be one on one. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Yeah, the men the men that come out to this have so much fun. They they just love it. And and so we'll start on Wednesday night. We're gonna have a dinner of all the new leaders in the cannabis industry uh, who are coming in and all the existing pioneers in the cannabis industry, really uh, making those matchups between the women like you, Heather, who've been grinding at this and creating something amazing for years and all this fresh, excited talent that wants to come into the space and help you take this higher, take this bigger. And so we'll have a thousand people there making the connections, uh, hopefully launching businesses, hiring each other. And on the Thursday, we're going to do something that's never been done in the cannabis industry before. We've taken out the Ellie Calkins Opera House and we're throwing what is akin to a TED Talk day where I have 32 speakers, each speaking for about 10 minutes a piece. And they're going to condense their decades of experience into a 10-minute speech of their life to teach you a lesson that they learned the hard way 
So you have this amazing foundation of all of this experience that these women want to offer you, these lessons they want to teach you. Uh, so you start already up above your peers that haven't had access to this knowledge or these mentors. And then Friday, we'll do all the workshops and panels and, and, and you know, get into the nitty gritty of, of how to do it. But we want to make sure that everyone who comes to this summit has an opportunity to start with such a leg up on this cannabis industry journey or such a boost to where they already are that these women really are able to bond together and serve as the foundation of the national cannabis industry and eventually the international cannabis industry that's right around the corner. Absolutely. And, and it really is what you've created with this lightning talk situation where 10 minutes, you're going to, every 10 minutes, you're going to be hearing a new speaker, a new topic. There's so much information that's going to be delivered. I'm excited to be there and learn from those who'll, who will be speaking. And I'm also honored and grateful that you asked me to come and speak for 10 minutes about the endocannabinoid system. So I'll be there with uh, my knowledge, you know, how do you take the endocannabinoid system and compact it into compact it into 10 minutes? But I'm going to give it a shot and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You're going to be fabulous. Because it's, it's been challenging to take a, a big topic and, and break it down. So the information that's going to be delivered won't be fluff. It's going to be very poignant to the point, what you need to hear. And so I'm looking forward to sitting there all day long and just absorbing the knowledge that's going to be delivered to us. So good stuff. And Kenny, well, too. I don't know. Will you sit there with me, Kenny? I'm still here, Nurse Heather. I was just listening in rapt attention to the incredible conversation <laughs> that you're having. No, no. I didn't know if you knew this, but Jazz, one of our biggest demographics for our show are Chinese. So we want to give a shout uh -huh. out to them. Ni hao, ni hao to our Chinese friends. I'm interested on your answering the following question. What has happened in the cannabis industry as we celebrate New Year's Eve on December 31st, 2016? Jasmine Upstate. Where are fortune we? Fortune telling. We're, we're telling fortunes. Ooh, and predicting we're telling fortunes. Uh, well, we will have legalized cannabis in another fuckload of states, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Let me, let me translate that into Chinese. Fuckload of states. Okay. <laughs> and it's over the counter. I, that's one of the things that Ken and I have really been saying. You know, because every use of cannabis really is feeding and stimulating our endocannabinoid systems. It's a neuroprotectant, antioxidant. This is preventative good medicine. Um, even if you're just having fun with it, like you found and you said in the first segment, it is it was a healthier choice for you. So we are proponents of every use of cannabis is a medical or health reason use. And then instead of thinking of recreational, it really is an over-the-counter commodity or it's just, a, what were we saying earlier, Kenny, that it's just an agricultural product. We harvest this. We don't create it. <laughs> and so it's really a beautiful thing. So Yeah, if you actually examine the laws in medical cannabis in most states, it's neither a food nor a drug. Even in California, which passed the MRSA, the Medical Marijuana Regulation and Safety Act, it specifically says in there it's not a food or a drug. And if you look carefully at all the 23 states and the District of Columbia, you have the same conclusion. So it is this beautiful plant medicine that is perfectly adapted. In fact, there's this symbiotic relationship between women and this beautiful plant because the value of the plant is in the feminine plant. Absolutely. 
Well, Kenny, one thing about females, we are we are very loving, kind, and compassionate, also powerful and strong. Uh, we're going to go out and show a little love, powerful love to our sponsors, and then bring us back, and we're going to wrap it up with Jasmine, and here's some more good news. Yes, this is Good News with Cannabis Nurse Heather and our amazing guest, Jasmine with a Z, Jasmine Hupp of Women Grow, and we'll be back after a few words from our wonderful sponsors. Good News with Nurse Heather will return, but first, let's show some love to our sponsors. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Educator, author, and advocate, Dr. Mitch Earlywine is here to tackle the burning issues. And I'm here to clear up the myths about cannabis and burn them away with science. CannabisRadio.com presents a no-holds-barred platform that seeks to redefine and revolutionize the entire scope of the cannabis culture while opening the door for more to join the cannabis crusade. Dr. Kevin Hill. You can't ignore the fact that, like alcohol, most people who use don't have a problem. So I think that you need to think about policy in that way while educating people properly about marijuana. I think that's the way to go. Burning Issues, only on CannabisRadio.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back, beautiful listeners, with the amazing, with a Z, Jasmine, with a Z, Hup, who is the founder of Women Grow and so much more. Jasmine. This has been just a fabulous good time, and I'm going to turn it over to Nurse Heather to finish up strong. Oh, are we finishing up? I don't want this to end because I love Jasmine. She's so much fun to be around. We we see each other at events all the time, and, and I want to thank you for offering me you know, speaking opportunities. It's really an honor to be with you at these events and speak on, on behalf of Women Grow and the Nurses Association and all of that. But I really want our listeners to sign up and register and come to the Women Grow Leadership Summit 2016 in Denver. Why don't you tell everyone how they can, you know, give us a little, I actually, you just told me that there is a good news nugget that you were holding back. You didn't even share with me. So let's make this huge announcement of the nugget, <laughs> as well as telling all of our listeners how and where they can find you personally, as well as Women Grow. Drum roll. 
Uh, well, we, we do, we've added a last minute additional guest to the lineup at the Women Grow Leadership Summit. No show would be uh, missing a headliner, and we, we found our headliner. So Melissa Etheridge is going Woo! to speak on the summit stage. Uh, she'll be kicking off the section that you're in, actually, Heather, in the afternoon. And just great to have another amazing female role model coming out onto the stage to explain her involvement in the cannabis world that's coming up. So I hope you all will head over to the Women Grow website, womengrow.com, and snap up the last of those summit tickets. We really want you to be in those seats. One of the thousand people that we are just going to be preparing to uh, take this industry by storm. And unlike any other conference that you could attend, this isn't about making you a better competitor. This is about welcoming you into the community that is really going to serve as the foundation for the industry that we all deserve. The, the cannabis industry is going to be so large and so broad. Remember, we're building a billion-dollar industry from scratch that if you think your competition is in the room, you are thinking entirely too small. Now is the time to be thinking about how broad and how big this is going to be. And so you need to be making partnerships, finding your new teammates, you know, launching new things. And that's what the Women Grow Summit is really meant to do is to create the environment in which you can step into that role as a leader in the cannabis industry that I know you're all capable of being. I also heard that the closing concert is going to be share Lady Gaga and Snoop Dogg. Is that also? <laughs> <laughs> we're working on We're working on the closing concert there. And, and Lenny's, uh, going to, Lenny's going to be the musical accompaniment. I, well, there's a true fact. My dad, Lenny West, will be uh, the musical accompanist from the stage. Uh, my background is in theater. So we will have created an amazingly educational show for you. And the reason why we do it live and the reason why we sit you in a house for you know six and a half straight hours of content is because that is the best way for adults to learn, to get this smorgasbord of information and background that you need to push yourself forward in the cannabis industry. There's no better way than getting you all in the room and giving you a show that's informative, educational, entertaining, fun, and a great community to be in it with. And I want you there in Denver with us. Yes, it's top shelf. I mean, listeners, hear me out. Women Grow does not miss anything. They have an eye for detail. We're dealing with high-level women here who have an eye for detail. So I'm telling you, nothing is overlooked. Nothing is missed. And if you have not heard Melissa Etheridge speak, she will move you in so many ways. I've heard her speak about cannabis and how it changed her life and her views on it. You do not want to miss her speaking. So I will be sitting there. I will be one of those thousands people, Jasmine. Thank you very much. Do you have any last words of wisdom, nuggets of info to give our listeners before we, we have to leave? It's, it seems like it's so short. Uh, I would like my final message to your listeners to be, be brave, be courageous. 
we're doing something brand new that we are not supposed to do. And as women, we have been taught to follow the rules and we will be rewarded. But I am here to remind you that following the rules did not get us where we wanted to go, did not get us businesses that support women in their families instead of punish them, did not get us the paid maternity and paternity leave that we all deserve if raising children is a good of our culture. Following the rules has only gotten us so far and it is now time to have the courage to break rules. And of course, in this 2016, the rules that we will be breaking are against cannabis prohibition. I can't wait to show you what we have planned for our national campaign in 2016 at the summit. But suffice it to say, as you may have known, women both started and ended alcohol prohibition. Um, We are prepping to make sure that we are the women who end cannabis prohibition. Here, here. Let's do it, girl. Thank you so much, Jasmine. It's been amazing having you here. Amazing with a Z, as Kenny, Kenny, Kenny would say. I can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks. And I hope to see all of our listeners face to face. Come on out, guys. I am so jazzed up. This has been a great way to talk with our special friend, uh, Jasmine Hupp and cannabis nurse Heather. To our Chinese listeners, bye-bye. And to all the others, thank you for joining us. We look forward to having some time with you during our next segment of Good News with Nurse Heather. I want to thank you for joining us for this edition. You can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Also, you can follow the show on Facebook and Google+. Thanks for being with us. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.